all right everybody welcome again to motus um we are still on our sexual purity and marriage series and today we are talking about the effect of background on marriage the last episode we had a wonderful teacher mentor with us dr moshibi and today she's here again but she's not here alone she's here with our amazing husband engineer Thank you so much, sir and ma, for being around. We really appreciate you. Um, so, straight up into what we want to talk about today, effect of background on marriage. Um, sir and ma, I don't know who would like to answer first. Is there a role spiritual or traditional background as on marriages nowadays? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I would say... All backgrounds have um, effects on mm. marriage. All mm. backgrounds, the traditional background, mm. the spiritual background, and of course we know that the spiritual controls the physical. Yes, so I can still say that the spiritual mm. background has so so much of effects. Mm. And when we say spiritual. Of course, there is the negative part of spiritual, mm. and then there is the positive part. I don't know if you, mm. by saying spiritual, just mean yeah. Okay, yeah, I think we can actually look at it. Okay, so, so there is the negative part of spiritual, and the negative part of spiritual can bring in the traditional also. Mm. Mm. Can bring in traditional, can bring in different things. Yeah, but backgrounds have very very mighty effect on marriage yes. spiritual traditional the home we are coming from of course that's a background mm. it has an effect on marriage mm. could be positive could be negative depends on depends on the mindset depends on what that background that shapes the man mm. or the woman yes. to become yes so definitely I think I think one of the advice I've been hearing lately in terms of before you go into courtship with someone, be sure of who has been feeding that person in terms of spirituality. Who has that person been listening to? Who is the pastor of that person? And be sure that you guys are on the right page. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> those that are coming from, like you said, families that are coming from also matters. Those that are coming from a broken home, or let's say, Field marriages as children. Okay, there was a I can remember there was a service I was in, and the minister was asking was a youth service, and the minister was asking everybody that for the ladies who would like to marry a man like their father. Yeah, and most of the ladies, at least let me just say maybe just a few percentage, maybe five percent of them raised up their hands, and that was a very big blow. And I think it's something that still has. A major effect. So, how do people try? How should we actually try? Because I, for, I for one, as an as an, individual, as an individual, I'm coming from a broken home as well. So, so, let me just say, okay, this is me seeking advice now. How do I make sure that the things that I've seen in my parents' marriage does not affect my marriage in years to come? Well, let me say that. Um it's important that you know what God wants for you mm. to start with. 
understand by yourself what marriage is, mm. what God's picture of marriage is, mm. and then put it side by side what you have seen. Mm. Then choose what you want. Mm. By the time you now choose, okay, this is what I want for myself. The next thing to do is to align yourself with God completely. Because without him, you cannot build a successful marriage. It is not possible. Without him, he's the author of marriage. So without him, it's impossible to have the kind of marriage that he designed, you know, from the very beginning, the kind of marriage that he wants for his children. So having said that, it's also important that um, you expose yourself to positivity. You know, there's so much negativity all around. People sharing, there are negative um, experiences. experiences and stuff like that. And it, I just, you know, like personally, I see a number of young people who tell, you know, make comments like, ah, if this is how hard marriage is, I don't want to get married, yeah. you know, because of what they are it's saying. It's actually so, quite scary. Yeah, so you need to expose yourself to positivity because there are actually successful marriages out mm. there. Mm. There are. Mm. So you need to remove yourself, you know, mentally. You, you are still in that home, mm. basically, like physically, but you can remove yourself mentally, detach yourself from that mm. negativity, and then connect yourself to the positivity that you really mm. desire. And then you have to work on yourself too, spiritually and physically. Mm. Spiritually by you know praying to God to deliver you from that kind of uh, grip, that kind of web mm. of marital failure. It's important. The spiritual, mm. like you said, it controls, controls the physical. physical. Yeah. So you do that, but side by side, you make sure that you are also working on yourself. What are those mm. things you saw your father do mm. that you know were hurting mm. his marriage? Mm. How do you work on yourself so that you don't do those same things? Mm. You have to do things differently. So you have to identify the things they were doing in their mm. own marriage that was was it that your mother was always talking too much mm. or was it that she was always all over the place mm. buying stuff mm. not being prudent financially you know mm. just try to identify be objective mm. i know you love them but yeah. of course yeah. you have to yeah. look at it critically Studying. it takes two so what did mommy do what did daddy do yeah. what did they do wrong okay what is it i've identified it. how do i work on myself mm. so that i don't you know do that same thing I think um, just to summarize for her still what she has said, I will just use the words that you you could be from a broken home, yeah. but the question is, is your life broken? Mm. You might be from a broken home. That, mm. that has happened. It's not your fault. Mm. The place where the problem lies is when you allow your life mm. to actually be broken. Mm. And she has said it. She has said it. You, you could have you could have so much happen to you, but what's your response is where we are going. Now, okay, there is so much of negative around my home, but I want to choose to come out positive. I want to choose to come out as one human who is not injured. Mm. Like I said, you could be from a broken home. Forget, those are the choices our parents have made. But what about me now? I am stepping out from that place with a whole life, nothing broken. Yeah, mm. so you might be from a broken home, but make sure you don't walk through life broken yourself mm. as an individual. 
and when you can detach, like she has said, yourself from mentally from all of those negatives and choose the positives which can only come from God. Mm. Seriously, whatever man tries to do outside of God mm. will, will either come with so much of labor mm. or come without ease. But when you choose to run it by God and choose to prioritize the spiritual, you know, you settle things spiritually. When you settle things spiritually, you know, then you can find yourself coming out of that broken home and people will ask that, are you sure this person ever experienced Mm. something? But you know, those are things you should look at as experiences for you Mm. to be able to shape a very, very beautiful future for yourself. You find people who say that my parents' marriage was like this, mine must not be like this. Mm. But then, this mm. is not them just talking to themselves. Yeah. It is running it by God. That God, my own marriage must not fail. So I will still say, you might be from a broken home, mm. but make it's sure your life is not broken. Wow, wow, wow. That's deep. And I really felt that. I really felt that. Oh, okay. So um, another thing that I think we should actually talk about is the role of the Holy Spirit in marriage. Yeah, I think the Holy Spirit can actually play the role of the mender. Yeah, just like you have said that you cannot run it by yourself. You actually need to run it through God. So I just really want to get for two people that are separate. Yeah, I have a way the Holy Spirit deals with me. Yeah, she has a way the Holy Spirit deals with her, and then we are coming together. How do we now, you know, centralize the role of the Holy Spirit in both of our lives as a unit now, not individually now? The Holy Spirit is one. <laughs> yes, and God is not an author of confusion. If He says one thing to one, He's mm. saying the same thing to the other. Except mm. one is not listening to the Holy Spirit, mm. so He won't He won't confuse both of them. Okay, okay. Sorry, ma. What of? Okay, let me list two backgrounds as an example the way the holy spirit ministers to a pentecostal is different from the way the holy spirit ministers to those that are from white garment churches in a way so if you have two people that are coming from that background and they are coming how do we centralize the role of the holy spirit for me for me there is there is nothing called um, Pentecostal and the celestial and mm. before the Holy Spirit. Mm. This is this is God and personal relationships mm. with man. You know, and when you are coming, you let's just talk about backgrounds. Now, these are just this at this point, what you are talking about to me sounds like okay, um, is it doctrinal mm. backgrounds? Yeah. You see. When two people, they said, can two work together? Unless except they they, Yes, yeah. so when you have not yet agreed to work together, mm. Hmm? Mm. you still maintain your legs until you, you, you begin to work together when you agree. Mm. And when you begin to agree, that means you must run with a single vision, yeah. run with a single purpose, mm. run with, you know, everything should come as one. Mm. Um, you find a, a man finds a woman, he has found a good thing. Now they come together, the two, they become one. Mm. When when there is still that, ah, I am 
from the redeemed and I am from the Baptist. Yeah. You have not you have not come together. Mm. When the coming together happens, when the Holy Spirit helps you mend, blend, mm. and do everything, then you forget about all of those backgrounds. Those backgrounds. Those are the things you should deal with during courtship. courtship. You know, those are the things you deal with. When you come married, you're married, it is time to run with a single vision. It is time to run. It's mm. time to run. You know, there are, it says, write the vision, yeah. make it plain. So if you are still with um, different doctrinal mm. backgrounds while married, that means that vision is not yet written. Mm. That means it has not been made plain and there will be issues. So you deal with all of these things during courtship. Throw away all that needs to be thrown away with the help of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And then package yourselves together with one vision, with one vision, and mm. run the race. There is nothing like that. The Holy Spirit told her to... to uh, at the river. No, 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 no. You are not married yet. Yes. If if it's still at that point where you say, eh? The Holy Spirit told you to go back. My own Holy Spirit, yeah. If it's still at that point, my brother, you are not yet married. Hmm? Yes, you know, there is there is that there is the day of joining, of course. But yeah. before that day, that is why, you know, they said if the foundation be destroyed. Do all it takes to lay the foundation properly mm. so that what you build on that foundation will stand the test of time. Mm. If you have not trashed out all that needs to be trashed out, and people come from different back- backgrounds, mm. that is just the normal thing. You come from somewhere, I come from somewhere. We come to the point where we, with the help of God, mm. look at it that, hey, what are those things that are actually about God? Mm. And us, there are some things that we think are even doctrinal that have become traditional. Yeah. Mm. You throw them away. Mm. Throw them mm. away. Mm. Come to the point where God has. Is it not the same God that told both of you to go and marry? Mm. Hey, if He has told you now, call that God. That, okay, God, where are we going? Where are we headed? And then walk with God. Forget about forget mm. about the the things of the past. Pursue that which is ahead as a common goal. As a common goal. So it, for me, I will still say, if it's at the time when you finish getting married, that you start looking at it, that eh, eh, you people used to go and bath at the river. We we don't bath at the river. Oh, there's a problem already. Uh-huh. You should have you should have gone past that stage before you say, I do. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I don't have much to add, but I think I should just you know like talk about the question you asked initially the the he has already dealt with the role of the holy spirit mm. you know when it comes to background and stuff like that now when it comes to marriage mm. the role of the holy spirit we can't do without the holy spirit mm. like you can't personally i have had so many experiences where i will have the spirit of god tell me keep quiet mm. or just wait a little bit mm. and then okay it's time to talk now and I have discovered over the years that any time I refuse, like I tell myself, ah, uh-uh, am I stupid? Ah, uh, I can't talk now. Ah, uh-uh. I can't wait now. Why should I wait? We must trash this thing now, now, now. Mm. There will always be issues. But any time I listen to the Spirit of God, when He tells me, okay, do this, do this now. It's time to act. It's time to stop. It's time to pause. 
you know, like just following him. So I think over the years I've begin I began to really understand that I can't do anything without him. So I'm I'm becoming a more obedient uh, daughter of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So we can't do without the Spirit of God. We need him. We need him. If we are going to succeed, he's the one that knows the heart of the other person. Yeah. He knows where you guys are going. He knows what the future holds. So he knows he's brought the exactly. Two so he's in the best position to guide your thoughts, guide your actions. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that we put him at the center. So then, Ma, can I say that, or can we say that it is best to make the Holy Spirit like the background? Absolutely. It has to be. It's not an option. Not enough every other background that might be contending with him. He's he's the common background that we must lay Mm. our marriage on. God, Mm. the Holy Mm. Spirit, Jesus Mm. Christ, Trinity. We lay that home, the foundation of the home, on him. Mm. Not on any other background, but on him. Christ is solid, bro. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if there are any last words or advice you would want to give our audience, Ma and Sam. For me, just like she said, and like you rightly said, about making the Holy Spirit our background now, I think she then put it about foundation. You know, every other thing that is outside God should, should be considered weightless. Mm. The foundation that matters and the foundation that you should seek to find in the life of the person you are getting married to, of course, should be Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that sure foundation. And once you have found that foundation, and that has become the background, every other background becomes... Mm-hmm. Go to the back. Yes, they go, they actually should be at the back. It should now become the background that comes to the fore. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, this is the one we can see. This is, this is our background running in front of us. Mm. And we are running after this background. Every other thing, you know, back, let them remain as back. <laughs> let them remain as back. Whatever. When you go to the past, you want to pull your, mm. your ground from that past. There is there's a problem. Mm. So leave everything, leave them at the back. Hold on to the only foundation that you should take from your background into the form. That is the only one you are allowed to pull. Forget about any of that. Pull Jesus from there to the front. Mm. And when your spouse also looks at the back, what should your spouse also pull? Jesus. So if you look at the back and you can't pull Jesus to the front from Mm. the back, that means there's a problem. Mm. That means you didn't have a foundation with Jesus, which Mm. is another problem. So look to the back, pull Jesus from that place, is the foundation. Put in front and run wrong with Jesus. That's for me. That when you look at the back as a man, you pull Jesus from the background to the fore, make it important. She also looks, she should find Jesus there too yeah. and pull. If she looks and she has not found Jesus, she should first go and look for Jesus. <laughs> or if you are the yeah. one who has not found Jesus, I mean he as, as a man, guy. you also should go and find Jesus first. And after finding, place Jesus in front to run, run and find the Holy Spirit make easy everything that people that the negativities of this world yeah. have come to bring fear to our hearts you know just makes everything come and then you keep asking that is this so what are people saying <laughs> yeah it is god that brings ease to our mm-hmm. journey mm-hmm. in life i don't know if i have any other thing to add <laughs> basically we just need god yeah you know we need a common ground mm. 
both parties must be on the same page. You mm. must believe the same things, have the same vision, mm. you know, and then develop your own culture. Mm. Each family must have their own culture. Mm. Like where I'm coming from, we had a culture. They had their own marital culture. My parents, they had their culture. They had their way of raising us mm. as their children. Mm. So when you're coming into your own marriage, you are setting a new foundation. It has to be new and directed by the Holy Spirit. You allow the Spirit of God to lead you. Okay, this is our foundation. Mm. Then this is how we deal with tithes. This is how we deal with offering. This is how we deal with our finances. This is mm. how we deal. You know, you have to sit down yeah. and talk about this. Don't just assume yeah. that, okay, uh, my father, <laughs> he, when he brings the salary, he just pays uh, school fees. He will share <laughs> a part of it and say the mother should go and take care of the mm. food or something like, you know, you don't do that. You sit down, how do we want to run this home? Mm. And then allow the Spirit of God to guide you into building your own culture. Mm. Wow. This is a whole lot. Even me, I've been blessed and I've learned a lot. I wish we could continue, but we have to wrap it up. Thank you, Sir and Ma, for joining us. We really, really appreciate your time and for blessing us. We pray that God will bless you more abundantly in return in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you were blessed and um, I hope very soon too you will be able to join us again. All right. Bye-bye, everyone.